Hi everyone, this is Mothers by Grace and here is a bit of what to look out for in today's episode. We interrupt your Mothers by Grace podcast with the dogs, dads of grace. That's a story. What was it like for you? One of the reasons we got pregnant is to see if we were fertile. <laughs> we went to the hospital at like midnight. The whole time she was in pain, like mm. serious pain. I'm looking at her and I'm helpless. Like I can't do anything. Yo, that season was tough. Five months of pressure. I'm telling you, those were the hardest conversations that I had to have with God. And Charlene was like, I think I'm pregnant. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way this isn't happening. There's no way. There's no way. I, honestly, I was like, I don't want to do this. Ooh. Straight up, I told my parents, I was like, Mom, Dad, we're pregnant. She came outside and I just saw fear on her face. The baby's heartbeat started dropping. The baby might not make it. Charlene, baby A has a birthmark. <laughs> baby A has a birthmark. <laughs> if it wasn't for God, I would have lost my mind in 2021. She got the light in her life. Her love never fails. She lives to walk right. And through her trials, so much grace. So much grace. So much grace. So much grace. We interrupt your Mothers by Grace podcast with the dogs, dads of grace. Now, today we get to be the special guests at the Mothers by Grace podcast. Um, and today we get to share our experience and uh, as dads to the stories that our lovely wives have shared so far. And so we're honored to be here. Um, before we get started, I got a question for you guys. So our wives are doing this podcast. I wanted to ask you guys, if you were to host your own podcast, what would it be about? Hey. <laughs> I think I have a number of things it would be about. Like I, I do a podcast on <clears throat> graphic design and talking about designers. Actually, probably coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And or... And or... Um, just a discipleship like podcast. Mm, nice. You know? Yeah. Cause like if we have a record of um some of the things we talk about in um in teaching people about the word of God and things and things like that, I think um we'd have like an opportunity to share that with people who we don't necessarily meet every single day. So yeah, I think it would be a good podcast. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Right now, if that podcast was out, what would you talk about? Like, what book of the Bible, what story would you hey, put, yeah, put you on the spot? good that you went first. <laughs> um, I think I would love to start with either the Gospel of John or the Book of Romans. Nice. Because um, I feel like those two books really capture the heart of the whole Bible. Our Bible study is actually going through the Gospel of John right now. Nice. All right, what about you, Eddie? Gee, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd want to do a podcast yet, but um, two things I'm extremely passionate about is tech and God, of course. Um, but I don't know. I still feel like I have quite a bit to hash out. Um, but I'm very passionate about tech 
and making sure that it's used right. Not just used, but used right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but in my spare time, I, I don't mind speaking to the guys that are coming up behind me, quote-unquote. Um, As young bloods? Yeah, the younger guys. <laughs> the younger guys, because... Um, when I was coming up in my career, there were those people that I would seek after and follow through and follow after in terms of a kind of a mentorship kind of setup. Uh, and they made quite a few opportunities available to me uh, through their conversation, through their leadership, um, through how they worked and just how they were as, as, as people. And since I got all of that for free, uh, I really want to pass that on as well. It's not mine to keep, so... Uh, it would have to be something around tech and bringing up the younger generation, these fun guys that we call the Gen Zs and the Gen Alphas. Uh, yeah, that would be fun to do. Nice. nice. Okay, so y yours sounds like deep. My, uh, <laughs> my podcast will be about fantasy football, American <laughs> fantasy football. <laughs> Letting you know... Who to pick up on the waiver waiver wire? Uh, who to trade? Who to start sets? Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Or if I was getting paid for a podcast, travel because um, then they'll pay me to travel and to see cool places. That's clever. Yeah, that's clever. So you just have smart solutions. <laughs> if you're gonna so, pay me to travel, I'll tell you about the places I've gone. Yeah, and the food I eat. Yeah. <laughs> So what are we talking about today? Oh, yes. Uh, so we get the opportunity to talk about our side of the story from what our wives have shared. Yes. Um, and they're amazing podcasts. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like our wives have done, have done such a fantastic job yeah. Um, yeah. so far. And it's just, it's just really cool to be alongside of them and support them in this way. And so... I guess the very first episode, they shared um, why they started uh, this podcast. And so, like, I, I guess I want to ask you guys, um, I guess, how have you seen your wives grow or how have you seen your wives flourish um, since doing this podcast? I feel like Washo has gotten, like, a sense of purpose and drive that I hadn't seen before. And I think it's because um, she's now working on a project so like she's excited she's thinking about ideas she's um trying to innovate and think of what what else can we do how can we do it better and things like that um which also gives her energy back at home you know because if you're just uh there with the kids 100 percent like um, you kind of end up losing yourself so i feel like she's started finding herself in a new way mm. yeah so that's 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 been a big deal it, it's, it's it's sort of similar for for kadzo considering that even we're really close <laughs> neighbors yeah. um i i love the woman that she's becoming yeah. this has given her an avenue outside the kids yeah right yeah. um i'm seeing her pour out her authentic self these are things that um she talks about at home. Yeah. These are things that she talks about with uh, some of her closest friends and, and more so now with, with Washo and Charlene. It's, it's a continuation of conversations that they would have even without the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seeing her 
pour herself out and have those authentic conversations is is something that I absolutely love because she is it's it's kind of like therapy in a way and even as she was going through some of those tough episodes she said she made a promise to herself and to god and she was like i'm, I'm going to talk about these things yeah, yeah. i'm going to talk about these things because when she was going through it she didn't have many resources to to sort of identify with yeah. and this became such a vehicle to to allow her to express yeah. the things that she went through with the ambition to help other people that may go through the same thing yeah what you guys said is the same for myself our family and charlene um and like i've always said this but i just i still remember the time we were in your house yeah. and like we just got back from america my wife and i and our kids were playing together um yeah. and our wives were just talking and they were joking and they're talking about how god has led them through this parenthood journey and everything and laughing and the connection I remember sitting there and just thinking, this is beautiful. Like these conversations need to be shared. Like mm. why not start a podcast? Yeah. Um, and cause what they have to share is just so powerful and beautiful and yeah. real. Um, and just on a personal level with like Charlene. So we've been in ministry for a long time since before we got married. Mm. Um, and bef- when we started that continuing all the way up to last year, some of the comments people have always said was, um, oh, this is Gabe's thing and Charlene's coming along. And like, this is Gabe's thing, Charlene's coming along or Charlene's helping Gabe. And uh, some people have expressed that. And so with this podcast, it's cool to see Charlene coming to life and Charlene leading this and her voice and having something she's driven about and excited about. Not only that, but the boldness and the confidence that's just growing mm-hmm. in light of this. Like, yeah. um, it's just really cool to see and hear, see on camera, hear, uh, on podcasts and um, experience during this time. And yeah. just like what you guys said with the um, seeing them get excited about it, like, oh, I got these plans. Oh, I got these yeah. ideas. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, 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 and it's just like, yeah, we're creating something together. Yeah. And it's yeah. Uh, yeah. it's fun and it's cool to yeah. see. And, you know, I just really enjoy being a cheerleader right now. <laughs> go, Charlene. <laughs> go, go, Charlene. Okay. I'm done. Uh, get you bonbons. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll but get, it, we'll get you a skirt. But but actually, ah! it's it's weird that people would say that it's this is Gabe's thing. Um, Charlene is just helping. But I think I think maybe there's a misconception sometimes. Maybe maybe because Charlene is introverted, you're extroverted, yeah. and then you're louder. She's <laughs> softer, so maybe people would probably see you more. Yeah, than w- they would see her. Yet. Um, she has like a lot to offer, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And I've also been told I'm a little more pushy too, so I'm a little more upfront. <laughs> We've seen it, yeah, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Mr. Manager, <laughs> it's not a little bit, <laughs> but, but yeah, but it's in a good way. <laughs> but it's in a good, it's in a good it's way. I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Gabriel, husband to Charlene. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Robbie, husband to Washo. <laughs> and I'm Ed, husband to the one and only Kazo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just been really cool working on this project with Charlene, also working on it with you guys and just uh, hearing their stories. And thinking back on the podcast and the topics and everything, one of the ones that really stood out to me was Cadzo's story with the uh, the pregnancy. Like, I mean, we got to know each other about a year ago 
of course I didn't know all the history with their pregnancy, but like, bro, yeah, that was a, that's a story. What was it like for you? Oh, dude, it <laughs> it was tough. D for tough. It was properly tough. Um, you know, I was I was looking at at some of the comments on the on the podcast, and guys were saying cards with the details. The details were exactly how she. That's exactly how it happened. Um, but now, from a man's perspective, uh, looking. I don't know if it's looking in, looking up, looking next to me. I don't know. Just looking back. Fine. Looking back. Um, yo, that season was tough. Yeah. It was very tough. Um, I had a lot of things going on on my end because uh, 2021, 2021, our son was born in May 2021. Uh, okay, get this. My son was born in May 2021. He was born at 32 weeks. Uh, so he was born a preemie. So he had to stay in hospital for about two weeks um, before he could be let out. Uh, two months before that, that's March 2021, with still peak COVID season, uh, my dad was hospitalized with, with COVID around that time. Uh, he barely just made it out. And again, back another two months, we lost my mom in January 2021. So it was six months, not even six, five months of pressure. Five months of, I, I usually say, um, if it wasn't for God, uh, I would have lost my mind in 2021. And considering that I'm also in the tech field, the demands for career, the demands from work were peak because there's a lot of um, pressure to do, you know, a lot of digitize this and online that and uh, make this more accessible and efficient to A, A, B, and C, you know? So all that was weighing on me. And my wife is going, she told about the story how she was diagnosed with, with cancer okay, the yeah. year before. And all that is going on. And... I still have to be there for my wife. I still have to be the voice of sanity. I still have to be um, the one that gives us some sense of grounding. I'm telling you, those were the hardest conversations that I had to have with God. He had to strengthen me so that I'm available for her because even she's going through it. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, God really is faithful. Yeah. Because if we're able to talk about it, not only did he bring us through, but he healed us through the heart. You get, he healed us through the heart. He took care of all our anxieties. In fact, we, we were making jokes with, with Rob at the time. Remember when, <laughs> when we were in hospital, yeah. we were saying, everything I prayed against happened. <laughs> everything, everything. Because I, I don't know if Kanzo, I think she did, but she talked about this. She may have talked about this in terms of her birth story. Not her birth story, but Tando's birth story. <laughs> um, she was hospitalized a week before Tando was born at 31 weeks. Mm. And the doctor sat us down and said, we are going to try to keep the baby in, you know, she's, we're going to try to keep the baby in her for as long as possible because it is cheaper for the baby to be in her yeah. than in an incubator. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 
and oh my god that week i spent in pre- you have you ever almost cried te- cried blood I spent it in I've talked to everyone looking for encouragement in everything. I'm like God don't let it happen. God you are faithful. And I said all kinds of things, all kinds of prayers from the depth of my heart I was genuine about it. And guess what happens? A week later the baby comes. And and my heart sank because I already know that I'm going to be hit with one hell of a hospital bill. And every day that that boy was in the incubator, I would spend time with the doctor asking, "But, but what if we took him home today? But, but, but what about today? Uh, I know, I know you've said that. I, I get it. I, I know where you're coming from. But can we just go home today? Because my fear was the bill. Yeah. And the bill kept going up and yeah. up and up. And there was even a point where he was a bit jaundiced. I think that's the term. Yeah. He was a bit jaundiced, so he, he had to go under UV light. And it's it's it was a strange feeling because, you know, the movies tell you, oh, when you first see your baby, yeah. the, the skies open up and you feel this love. I, I didn't feel that I immediately. You did? <laughs> I did yeah, I did. You're the one making those movies. <laughs> I, I, I felt <laughs> so. on, is this girl on making <laughs> the movie? And I had to from America. Yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood. Yeah. They need to make a Kenyan version of that thing because I didn't feel it immediately. <laughs> I didn't feel like, I, I was confused. Yeah. I was confused. I was like, wait, what? I wasn't even ready to be a dad then. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I had time. This boy came two months earlier. <laughs> I knew I had time. Uh, but yeah, he's in the incubator and, and I'm looking at him and I'm trying to connect with him. I'm calling him my son. I'm calling him the names that God gave us for him. Just trying to connect. And I'm like, the, the, the reason why I couldn't connect is because he's in a box. Yeah. Mm. The, the most I could do at that time was, was touch his finger. In fact, I have um, photos and videos of him grabbing my finger. And that's as much contact as I had with him for the first two weeks of his life. It was ridiculous. And my wife is, is, is going through it. She's, she's happily over the cancer, yeah? But she's torn because she's seeing her, her baby and she can't touch him. She can't, he can't breastfeed yet. Yeah. Um, it was tough. I, can, I have a lot more details with my wife, but it really was a, a tough, tough season um, to go through. I don't know what it, it was like for you guys. One of the things you said is like, um, God was faithful through the whole thing and like how you prayed, everything you prayed against still happened. It yet did. God was still faithful <sighs> in every bit of it. Yeah. God was faithful yeah. in Kazo's health and yeah. Tando's health and you connecting to your, your child, uh, the hospital bills. Like all those fears that you prayed against. Yep. God said, you know what? I'm going to show you I'm faithful. And I'm going to allow those to happen and still overcome them. And so now you guys have a testimony. And like guess that's- what? Just to add more to the testimony, the, the very bill that I feared, um, by the grace of God, we had insurance. So from my understanding is that the insurance would only cover to a certain limit. Yeah. So that certain limit is what I'll keep checking for with the hospital. And then um, one fine day, I get a call from the office and they're like, oh, um, how's your son? I'm like, oh, well, he's in this situation um, and, and things are thick. And, and, and they tell me, oh, by the way, if that's the situation, then we're doubling his cover. Ooh. They doubled his cover. Wow. Imagine. And he, he left hospital. By the end of the two weeks, he left about 10,000 shillings 
short of the full cover. Yeah. Amen. And that was the thing I was, I was telling God, I'm like, <laughs> I complained about, by the way, I did, truth be told. I'm not going to be one of those Christians that said, you know what, God, uh, I, I compl- you're so I, nice. I, yeah, you're so faithful. <laughs> you're you're so good. Faithful. I was like, I don't understand you. I had one of those tough conversations good, and then he still showed me how faithful he is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Gosh. my friend. That's cool. It came, and by the way, I was the first, the first um, staff member to use that cover. Mm. It changed the year Tando was born. Oh, yeah. wow. Nobody God, else in the company God had was looking out it. for you guys. I was busy freaking out and God had sorted me out months before. Yeah, yeah. I had freaked out. Yeah. But really, God God really is faithful, guys. Yeah, man. God yeah. really is faithful. Yeah. Yeah. Eish. That's cool. Eish. Eish. How was yours? Mine? Okay, yeah, you beat me to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so our pregnancy journey... How was how's my pregnancy journey? <laughs> how was your pregnancy? I wasn't pregnant. She was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Our pregnancy journey took place in America. Um, yeah, there's Ooh. a lot of things that I remember. Uh, so Charlene shared the story on one of, on one of the episodes. I think it was the second episode, but I remember how they got together. Or how the the babies began to form in the womb. <laughs> we got home from our trip with my little brother, um, and Charlene was like, "I think I'm pregnant." And I was like, "There's no way. There's no way. This isn't happening. There's no way. There's no way." Um, and so, I think two weeks went by, and she was like, "We got to get the test. We got to get the kit." And so we got the test. We got the kit. There's lines, and she was pregnant. I just remember thinking, "Oh my goodness, I'm not ready for this." I am not <laughs> ready for this at all. How long were you married by then? Uh, two years. Um, yeah, two years. Okay. Um, and I always told Charlene, like, I want to wait to be a dad. Because yeah. once you're a dad, you're forever a dad. Yeah. But there's only a short time in marriage where you're just husband and wife. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I want to enjoy that husband and wife season yeah. before I become a dad. Because yeah. then you're forever a dad. And so I remember when we got it, I was just like, gosh. Uh. <laughs> and I was just like... Honestly, I was like, I don't want to do this. Ooh. I was like, all right, Charlene, we're doing this. Let's pray. Let's get through it. And so that night, we went upstairs and we had dinner with our parents. And straight up, I told my parents, I was like, Mom, Dad, we're pregnant. Like, I said it just like that, too. (laughs) No no baby baby reveal, nothing. I was like, Mom, Dad, we're pregnant. Yeah. And they are like, huh? (laughs) Thankfully... Like Charlene has shared, like my parents opened their home. We were able to stay in their house for free and go through it. Um, but I remember the first time we went to the hospital, uh, I wasn't allowed in. And so Charlene was there going through the oh, whole cause process because of COVID, of COVID yeah. going through the whole process by herself yeah. while I sat outside. And Charlene, you know, she she shared this, but she came outside and I just saw just fear on her face. And I was like, what's wrong? And she told me, I'll tell you in the car. And that's when I guess I was like, we're having twins, aren't we? Hey. <laughs> and she was like, how did you know? And He's I was like, la- and I just bursted up laughing. I just <laughs> laughed. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> I did not want a kid. Now I'm getting two. <laughs> um, but at that same time, it w- I went from not wanting a kid to excited about yeah. having two. Because I was like, I'm going to do this. At least I get two. Like we can yeah. put them in matching outfits. We can have like, we can be competitive. We can do like 
all these cool things with twins. Like I was like, all right, if we're having kids. At least it's cool. Yeah. At least we're having two. Um, and so I remember we went to uh, uh, Popeye's right after the uh, the doctor's visit, and I was driving. Charlene was next to me, and she had the uh, the uh, what's it called? Uh, the, the ultrasound. ultrasound. She had yeah. the ultrasound on her lap, and uh, the lady said. Oh, congratulations. And Charlene and I looked at each other. We're like, what? Huh? Hey, oh. Popeye. And then she was like, you're having a kid. Oh, and then we're like, oh, we're actually having twins. And Oof. she says, oh. <laughs> and that's, that's how we felt. We're, oh. we're just like, yeah. What? Yeah. That sounds like a death sentence. She was yeah. like, I'd be happy if it was one, but a two? Yeah. two. So that's how it felt. But. So that was the initial of it. Throughout the whole journey, though, I would also be like you. God has been faithful. Um, And some of the big things that uh, has been impactful in our lives is my parents opening up their home for Mm. us. Charlene being in a high-risk pregnancy with twins. um, And during the time of COVID, and God just being faithful in those doctor visits and her health. And there's times where uh, Eden wasn't getting enough food. And so Charlene had to change her diet drastically and like God was faithful through the whole thing. Um, And the hospital bills and just everything looking back, it was, it was different, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me personally, the worst part was that I wasn't able to go into the ultrasound. I wasn't able to go and be there doing that whole process. And so like, I remember Charlene showing me photos or sending me the videos on my phone and like, I don't know how to read an ultrasound. It just looks like lines and shadows. And I was just like- You wish it had a bit of color. Yeah. I was just like, (laughs) is that like a video? (laughs) I guess that's cool. Like, all right. But I do remember when the babies came, um, I was, I had that moment. I had that moment. It was uh, March 31st, 7 a.m., and Eden came out first. Baby A came out first, and the doctor gave it to me, and I was like, Charlene, baby A has a birthmark. Baby A has a birthmark. (laughs) And then I went and I put her on the table, and they gave me baby B, and I was like, Charlene, baby B, she's here. Baby B's here. And I was with the babies, and I was like, I should be with Charlene. So I'm like, Charlene. How are you doing? Like, how, and she's like, go with the babies. Like, all, right, all right, I'm going to the babies. And I was like, Charlene, baby B is four pounds, 15 ounces. Baby, ba- baby A is five pounds, one ounce. And like, I say that because before this, people tell you the baby's weight. And I'm just like, I don't care about the baby's weight. Yeah, like, why is that important? I don't care about the baby's weight. Like, that's so cool. Was but now I never forget yeah. Eden and Zoe's weight. Like, I, I had to care there. about Tando's weight because yeah. he was... A normal baby is about what three kgs? Three, yeah. Tando's one point seven three five kgs. He couldn't wow. leave the hospital <laughs> until he was two kgs. <laughs> he was lighter than a pack of unga. Wow. <laughs> Sugar. Well, Why would you describe it that way? You tell me what <laughs> when you think two kgs, what do you think? You think unga, you think sugar? You don't think tea? Because who drinks two kgs of tea? <laughs> but he was lighter he's than that. He's not two kgs anymore, no, man. He's yeah, yeah, he's a big not. boy now. <laughs> he's a big boy now. He's a big boy now. No, but yeah, so when the girls came, um, it it was an amazing experience. Um, I feel like I feel like I was born to be a dad, especially Eden and Zoe's dad. Like, I love it. I I love being their dad and um 
yeah yeah it's just it's it's been really cool now yeah. having having them so yeah that's yeah. i guess my experience in birth story <laughs> you're doing a good job <laughs> i think out of the three of us he's the only one that got to go in to to see the wife giving birth because you didn't go in as well did you yeah. go in at that? No, no, you didn't. No, because no, he didn't. Yeah, for both. Wow. But it, it, it's because it was a C-section. Mm. Yeah, so... Charlene as well. And yeah. you still went in? I mean, but I stayed behind, behind the curtains. <laughs> 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 the doctor asked if I wanted to see, but, to see? <laughs> but there's some things when you see, you cannot see. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> we'd, we'd have a whole different conversation right now. Yeah. <laughs> Because they didn't let me in. <laughs> me, they didn't let me in. They didn't let you in either. Yeah, they didn't let me in. But I think your story is also unique because yeah. Washo's initially did not start as a C-section. Washo's, wow. Our journey was actually dope. Like, okay, Washo <laughs> usually says this, that, that I don't have a story. Like, I don't have a sad story. I was, I have good parents. Um, I was raised by both parents. Um like nobody died died in my family. That's why um, you'll never make it on Survivor. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. never make it on Survivor. You don't have a, st- Survivor you don't have a story. story. You don't have a don't have story. A- <laughs> <laughs> guys would just vote me out on the first day. I, guys, life you know, is too good. Yeah, it's too good. Don't why, come to your why two you parents. This money. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. Um, so like even our pregnancy journey, like it was uh, with Kalel, it was really good. Like, um, I remember trying not to make fun of Washo's morning sickness because <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> it's a bad thing, but it's also, it was also funny because, like, I had never seen Washo puke before, like, even when we were dating. So, <laughs> so this was, like, a whole new experience. I got a funny story. And it was... <laughs> And it was actually, it was actually funny because I've never, like, like, Washo pukes loud. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a day, like, like, when I, when I got home, my neighbors <laughs> came to me, to, to the car. Yo, Rob, I think there's something wrong with your wife. <laughs> I was like, no, there's nothing wrong. She's pregnant. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It was... So it was funny, but it was, I can't make fun, but I want to make fun, but I can't make fun. So I'll make fun when, maybe when the second trimester, when there's no morning sickness and stuff like that. Uh, But yeah, it was, it was really good. Like it was interesting. We were excited. I think I was sharing with a friend the other day that one of the reasons, this is not the main reason, but one of the reasons we got pregnant is to see if we were fertile. (laughs) Like, let's you are. Like, let's are see how this works. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Can we get pregnant? Very. But anyway, um, but yeah, so so our our tough <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're playing with fire. Like <laughs> let's just find out. Let's just find out. If you're no, not, no, I mean but, we'll know. But but we had actually prepared for a child. So so because um, it was something that we had talked about when we got married. Um, we had prayed about it. We had, um, we we actually had prophetic word about it. So it, it was something that, like, emotionally and psychologically, we were prepared, even spiritually. Um, and I'd, I'd even say financially, because we had insurance that year. Hey. So it was it was good. It was really everything was working. So what happened was the the tough moment came um, 
when when now she was giving birth. So we went to the hospital at like midnight. Um, her water broke um, at midnight. So we were like, yo, we have to go. It was during COVID season, so we couldn't ask anyone to take us because we had initially wanted some of our friends to take us. Um, there was another couple. But because um, it was at night, we realized it's going to be tough. So let's just go. So we drove to the hospital. We went in. Um, we checked for dilation and all those things. I, I really don't know those words, but yeah, hopefully I'm saying the right things. So um, she was like, um, was it like two centimeters when we got there? I think it was like two centimeters. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing well. It's coming. Yeah. No, no, it was like one centimeter. So it hadn't really moved much. And then we're like, yeah, ah, it's it's all good. At least we've started the process. Um, then there was they they wanted to give her something to add to to like maybe um what what, what how would you say speed like, it up? Yeah, speed up the contraction so that like we can get we can get to the baby faster. And this was with Kalel. Yeah, this was with Kalel. Yeah. So they put that, I've forgotten what the medicine was. It, it was just, yeah. Epidermal? <laughs> Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. But yeah. We should spend more time in the pregnancy reward. We should. We, we should. have no idea we, what we We really need to about. read about these things. But yeah. Do you read those books? Those no. pregnancy books? No, I was on Instagram. <laughs> so, so, so they gave her that thing, and by seven a.m. in the morning, because we got there like, I'd say like from one to like seven, she had only moved one centimeter. Wow. So we were like, so we're gonna wait here for like three days, <laughs> based on my calculations, because <laughs> I'm. I'm <laughs> Because I'm a dude, so I'm like, um, so seven, six hours, one centimeter. Yeah. Another six hours, <laughs> two centimeters. Centimeter. We have to get to at least nine point five centimeters. So uh it was, it was crazy. But like, um, and she, the whole time she was in pain, like mm. serious pain. And it's the kind of pain like, I'm looking at her and I'm helpless. Like I can't do anything, and. Like, as a husband, you always want to be, like, the superhero. You want yeah. to be able to sort out the issue. But this is one issue you cannot sort out. Like, she's in pain, and you just have to be there and hold her hand. We were praying. We had put worship music on, Come on, on. on the... on the Atmosphere? Yeah, yeah, on the iPad. Hey! Akina dancing. Dancing all you can. You know, and the things like that. Um, so we were just praying, we were praying, we were praying. Um, okay, I was mostly the one praying. She was yelling. Um, and it was <laughs> it was tough. So we con- we continued until about like 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So 3 p.m. in the afternoon. No, uh, around 1 p.m. first. How do you say 3 p.m. in the afternoon? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch Okay, it, yeah, bro. yeah. <laughs> 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 
also like 3 a.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, 3 a.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. 3 a.m. in the afternoon. But yeah, at at around 1 p.m. Um <coughs> she she got up, she took off the the stuff, like what are they called? Um the, the stuff that were measuring the baby's monitoring the baby's heartbeat. I hate she, those she, machines. She took them off, she was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. Can't do this. I'm done. It's been 12 hours of excruciating pain. I'm, I'm, I can't continue. So she went, um, she went to the bathroom. I'm trying to plead with her. <laughs> we got to have a baby. <laughs> Babe, please. <laughs> Don't do this. So when, when, when she came back, I called the doctor. Check, check how, how far she is because even I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I told, just check how far she is. So she was like, um, by that time she was around six centimeters. Then at 3 p.m. she was at seven centimeters. So I'm like, we're moving, we're moving. Yeah, yeah let's do this. And then something happened. The baby's heartbeat started dropping. Hmm. So we're like, hmm. so what does that mean? Um, we have to uh, do a C-section now because the baby might not make it to 10 centimeters. And even if he does, um, he might not get out oh, like man. like alive. So mm. let's. So we have to just do a C-section right now. And I was like, no, 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 no wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. There's no. And the doctor is like, we can't wait. Like we have to do this. Sign here. Sign here. Sign here. I was like, okay, fine. We have to do this. Because we were, backstory is we were very prepared for natural birth. We were not prepared for a C-section. And we, we had a very strong feeling we would have natural birth, but um, that didn't happen. So, so they rushed her into the theater and I, I went to the corridor and just sat there, <laughs> like on the floor. <laughs> So some nurses came and, and said, are you okay? Um, I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just uh, a bit worried waiting for, for all this to, to end. Um, so they were like, can we give you a room to sit in? Because um, we want to clean the floor. No, no, no. <laughs> no like, <laughs> like our... Because <laughs> they were like, their bosses, their bosses will really... Um, think that they're not doing their jobs because yeah. they just left me there. So, so I, I they got me a room, and I went into the room and started praying again. And then um, one of the nurses came like 15 minutes later. Hey, um, are you Washo's husband? Yes. Congratulations! You are. You have a boy. Your son is here. Ooh. I was like, yeah. So you didn't know the sex before that? No, no, no. I knew. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I knew. Um, so, um, so I was like, yes. Um, so I went. I looked at his nose. I was like, yeah, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's my son. So we went. We went into the room, and I think I had. I had the moment. Um, Cause, cause, like, <laughs> to me, I'm not spiritual. Is that, is that what you're saying? No, it's cause you had a a, a box, a, a box yeah. shielding you from the moment. So, <laughs> you guys, go, you got to Shika Kangal from there day one. Yeah, yeah. The nurse yeah. had me. I didn't. He didn't. See I didn't. that day, Konza, you came. You yeah, remember that yeah. day you came? Yeah. 
So I, I held my babies before Charlene did. Charlene yeah, yeah, had to call me, me over and be like, hey, can you bring them here? <laughs> I was like, me, I only saw yeah. him before my wife. Yeah. So even when, when he, because he went into ICU first, Tando. Yeah. yeah. So I had to go to ICU, then go back and check on my wife. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, di- I didn't hold him until he was out of the incubator. Sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> so the movies are true. I'm hating on movies and it's just me. <laughs> So I held, so I held Kalel and and I started speaking into his life. Like hey. I was like, Come on. you shall be great. Mm. You shall be what? You shall be this. You are your name. You know, is... like I just started declaring things into his life, and then he started crying, and I was like, yeah, even if you're crying, like this, <laughs> these things are true, you know. And and then um, it started hitting me like, yo, how is Washoba? Where is Washoba? <laughs> So I started sending people. Ed came. I was like, go tell the nurses. <laughs> where's Washo? Because backstory, I had just watched this movie, uh, this okay. Kevin Hart movie, yeah. Fatherhood. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a movie where he lost his wife. Don't um, spoil it. When, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't watched it by now, guys. It's Sorry. Been, it's been two it's been years. Spoiled already. <laughs> it's a good movie, though. Yeah. But like, yeah. So, So I was like... Yo, I can't lose Washo. I can't do this alone. So I kept sending everyone to go check on Washo. And after like an hour, um, I got feedback that she's okay. She's just passed out because she was extremely tired. Yeah, so I just stayed there with Kalel like the whole, uh, like for about three hours. We were taking photos. Um, he started sucking his thumb. So I was like, yeah, that's my boy. That's my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, as in, he was just doing, like, we're just doing the normal things. The, I think Ketura's birth story was the tough one, but mostly for Washo, because I remember, like, she was crying, like, every day for, like, I think the whole of the third trimester. Mm. Every day. Like, we could be watching a comedy. And, and we start laughing and then she starts crying. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you crying? You know, but like it was, she was, she was really going through it mentally and emotionally. And it was tough because again, I didn't really know what to do. Yeah, you feel um, disabled. Yeah, because you, you try and comfort, but you're like, is this really helpful? Because um, I think we are really solution oriented. So I started trying to trying to think of, maybe I should say this, no, no, no. Maybe I should do this, but none of those things worked. So it was just something that we had to go through. Um, I would say like for Ketura, I was more prepared like in terms of, because Ketura was, we didn't really plan for her. <laughs> we didn't really plan yes, for her. Like this, uh, I remember. You just tried to see if you're still fertile. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was doing. <laughs> just wanted to double check. <laughs> double check. No, but like, but like, <laughs> Washo came and told me, I think I'm pregnant. And I was like, ah, nah, you can't. No. So she, she, she did a test. She did an, a second test. And she said she's pregnant. So we sat on the bed like for like 30 minutes without saying anything. And then after 30 minutes, I was like, okay, babe, I'm happy about this. <laughs> I've digested. <laughs> I've thought about it. 
we're gonna make it. So I'm happy about it. Um, and we didn't have insurance that year. So I started saving immediately. Like we started saving together. We, we, we talked about like, okay, so this month we're gonna be putting this amount of money aside regardless of what. And we did that for the whole um, now eight months, about eight months. Um, so in terms of finances, we were like, I'd say we were prepared. In terms of um, Spirituality. Like spiri spiritually and emotionally, I think I was okay. I was excited. Um, Washo was going through it because she was like, I don't know how I'm going to handle two kids under two. And it's tough. I'm not even working. Um, how are we going to hack? Like, how, how are we going to survive? How are we going to... Like, I don't even... I can't even begin to understand the number of things that were going through her mind. But all of them were... I, I, I tend to think, like, all of them were happening at the same time. You know, like, how you can be... You can have a thought a bad thought and then it goes and then another bad thought comes. Like for her, it was all of them together. So it was really tough for her. But immediately Ketura landed, like everything changed. Like she was okay. Yeah. And I was like, that's all you needed? <laughs> all my hugs were nothing. <laughs> all my, you Ketura know, all my, it's gonna be okay. Tissue. Uh, nah. it, she just needed to see Ketura. And she was okay. And like it's been it's been it's been good. Like yeah. really good. Like we don't sleep, but it's been good. <laughs> two hundred two is fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> we had it this uh, one time. Just one time. <laughs> no, I mean uh, hearing hearing you guys' stories and just reflecting back like I'm think I'm just thinking how strong our wives are. Like, yeah, yeah. Going through that. Yeah. Um, with Katzo and the scare. Um, you know, the hours of excruciating pain. Uh, carrying two babies and high risk pregnancy. Like, yeah. Gosh, our our wives are pretty strong. Um, yeah. But I'm also thinking of how faithful God is. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that situation and showing up, showing up provision, showing up in presence, showing up in his goodness, showing up in his faithfulness, man. Um, those stories are, I mean, for us, they're memories, but they're also testimonies yeah. uh, to God's goodness. And yeah. I just also feel led to say, like, we love doing this podcast. And I also, as we do this podcast, I'm, I'm just thinking about our audience members and those who have stories like this and women who've gone through stories like this, and it hasn't had an ha a happy ending. Um, where, you know, the circumstances are different. And so just for a moment, I just want to pray for those ladies yeah. as well and those families as well that, you know, they might not have the opportunity to hold their babies yeah. or their babies didn't grow. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, let's just, uh, let's just pray real quick. Um, yeah, God, we thank you for this, this podcast and our stories and our testimonies of, of our children. God, you've blessed us and we say thank you. You're the you're a good God who gives good gifts, Lord. Um, as there's many people who hear this podcast, many women and families who um, who don't have a testimony like this, God. Uh, God, I pray that right now, wherever they are, you would meet them um, in a powerful, personal, impactful way. 
that your presence will be with them. And God, that you would remind them of your faithfulness and your goodness. In the storm and in the un- unknown circumstances, God, even in the pain, God, we thank you that you're a God who brings healing. You bring light and clarity. Um, God, you, you are faithful and the story's not over. And so we just want to take a moment and, and, and pray for them. Um, and we, yeah, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, <clears throat> so transitioning, I guess, um, as we have, as we're on this podcast and, you know, we get to reflect on the podcast, has there been anything that you guys have heard from this season that has stood out for you or that you uh, just want to give your perspective on? Oh, oh, don't look at me. I'm I'm going through the roller decks. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So we talked about uh, pregnancy journeys. We talked about names. We talked about changes, whether it's emotionally, physically, relationships, yeah. husband, friend, spiritually. Um, and so like, and there's some other things as well. Um, yeah. I think I've never told Washo this, but I think I like her body now. Hey. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <Then before. laughs> Hey, yeah, you, so, you guys will end up experimenting for that's, it. That, that's what's gonna happen. That's how it starts. You guys are probably still fertile. That's, so just yeah, saying, yeah, that's no. how it starts. We know <laughs> we, we're not testing the bodies anymore. We know it's, it's but yeah, I think, I think also, um, one thing that stood out for me is, um, how we got a deeper sense of purpose, so it changed for the better. Um, what I wish would we, we could have more is more time alone together. And I think um, when we get through to, <laughs> when, when the kids are a bit, uh, like when we get a bit more organized and stuff like that, I think we'd be able to do that a bit more. Because um, we still have those moments, but it's not as frequent as yeah. I would have hoped. Um, because uh, we we really have, like two under two is responsive, a lot of responsibility. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's one thing that I, I can think about. Um, but with the friendships, I think it's, it's the dynamic of like also the visions aligning, like even how we really connected with you guys, it's, <coughs> it's because of the vision of our families, like where we want to see our families go to, um, how we want to see them grow, what God is doing in their lives. So that really fostered like stronger friendships. And unfortunately, like I would say, there are some friendships that I've lost along the way, but there's something God has been teaching me because I, I recently really reconnected with one of my closest friends from like, We've grown up together, but like we grew apart and we, st- we serve in the same church, but we grew apart and we reconnected because of Christ speaking to him, speaking to me about each. We, he spoke to us about each other and we just started doing like a frequent hangout like, yo, let's meet today. Let's talk. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Like there's so much um, getting, there's so much he's getting, there's so much richness in the friendship so i realized that i really think friendships are something that we should really trust god for rather than say ah this friendship it's not really benefiting me anymore let me i'm out (laughs) 
um, I think there's there's a place of really because because in Romans it says that um, desire to have friend, like relationships with people who do not think the same way that you do. So this is one reason I really love my friendship with this guy. It's because we don't think the same way, and that's what drew us apart. But it's the same thing that has brought us really closer together. Mm. So. So yeah, I think there's a lot to examine in friendships. But yeah, yeah, that's what I would say really stood out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh me, I'll I'll pick I'll pick naming. I was gonna choose naming. <laughs> but go ahead. You wanna go first? No, do you said first. Okay. No, no, no. I got, I got, I got something second. So <laughs> Okay. Use... So 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 on naming, um naming, naming is a unique one. Uh that episode was quite unique. Uh, it was quite heavy. Uh, to be honest, because it's it's something that um, has a lot of opinion around. And imagine uh, a situation like <clears throat> a place where I go, where I reference to, insofar as naming is concerned, is when Zachariah, the father of John the Baptist. Mm. Uh, my perspective of the story, we know that he was, you know, zipped. When, when, when he had that encounter and then he was zipped, he was told, the child shall be named this. <laughs> because I feel like this dude in his heart had a different name. He had a different setting in his heart that he would have named this child and taken him away from what God intended for John the Baptist. In the same way, Christ himself, his Mary and Joseph might have had, you know, I, I like when Charlene talked about, you know, boy-girl names, right? <laughs> she, on, on, <laughs> going on, on, on the internet, I don't yeah, know if they had internet then, but there was all kinds of Hebrew names that they would have been referred to in the time. And then they like, had we'd gene- probably genealogies. Go, yeah, yeah we'll go this way, we'll go that way. You get. But, um, you know, God came and said, no, his name shall be this. Yeah. You get, his name shall be Yeshua, and, and that's how it, it sat. So there is a heavy emphasis on names. And going from the journey that my wife and I took in the two years leading up to the birth of our son, we had to be very particular in terms of what God is speaking to us about this boy. In the, in the uh, episode, my wife shared and she said, the day, I remember where I was sitting and I had the conversation about his name with God for about, a, about slightly above a month. No, not about a month. When we found out we were pregnant, the conversation started. But I became more intentional as you we were getting closer to the nine-month date. And as God would have it, I named him about a month before he was born prematurely. And I remember where I was and I remember the conversations that I was having with God and I remember his name sinking into my heart and it sank and sat. Mm. And his names, even the way they are arranged, are part of my wife and I's conversation with God. And, and, and it, it behooved us because... God taking us through such a difficult season, such a difficult two years, cancer scares, prematurity, um, bills and all that, we could not afford not to hear the God of, the voice of God. We, we could only afford to hear the voice of God concerning him because he's the one that sustains him. 
He's the one that called him and made him like Jeremiah. He, before he was formed in the mother's womb, my son was named. And that's a, a truth that I hold dear. I cannot stress that enough. It is something I hold dear and I cherish it. Because, yes, he is my son, but he's more of a responsibility to mature him into who God says he is. You understand? Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I hold that extremely dear. And, and it's something that not only will I do it for this one, but... When God decides that we join the two <laughs> parents of two wagon, um, it's going to be the same thing because we truly believe that he has a purpose in God and we have to name him according and uh, name him and equip him according to the pattern and designs and wisdom that God has put in us as his parents to steward him towards that destiny. So uh, naming is critical i like i love that it's it stood out and in fact i hope it's one of our most watched videos yeah or their most watched yeah <laughs> go, go back and watch if you've missed it yeah, yeah. you, you even if you've something. seen it watch it again yeah you were saying something about you also picked naming yeah I, so i love the names we picked for eden and zoe and i feel like uh they're prophetic and have really deep meaning mm-hmm. um and they're really personal to me as well um Charlene shared this in the story, um, but Eden, so when you have twins, you know, people name their twins, like similar names, like Jerome and Gerald or <laughs> Daryl and Darren. Like, we didn't want to do that. We didn't want to go, or Alex and Alexis. We didn't want to go that direction, yeah. um, but we wanted to have names that have meaning to mm. it. And so we knew our firstborn was going to be Eden. Um, I love Genesis 1 through 3 and the story of God Mm. walking with man. Everything was in shalom, perfect the way God created it. Mm. So Eden, I was like, we know we're going to do that. Second name, that was difficult. Charlene liked uh, Hazel. I liked uh, Naima. Um, and but here they say name. <laughs> I know that's Nema. the reason why we didn't name her because we as Americans I was looking at him like is that is that Swahili? Naima. Ah, that's okay. why we didn't do it. Okay, Americans, you know, she would have been like <laughs> Americans would have butchered her name. Yeah, and so um, we we're like, okay, we can't settle. So yeah, just like he said, we went on Google. Christian names for girls. Come on, new, now. New, 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 new. the very last one, Zoe. Um, and Zoe means life in Greek. Mm. Um, and so this is in the naming episode, so check it out for the full story. But for the day before we had Eden and Zoe, Charlene was reading John 10. Um, and John 10, 10 says, mm. the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Hey. But I have come to give life and give it abundantly. Eesh. And so that's the night before we knew, all right, it's going to be Zoe. Eden mm. and Zoe. Um, but their names is a promise. Their names together is a promise that Eden, in the presence of the Lord, there is life. Hey. Um, so we didn't have we didn't have Alex or Alexis, <laughs> but we have a promise that in his presence there is life. And we, we pray and hope that as they continue, as they grow up, that will become more and more real. Amen. And so yeah, I wanted to go on naming, but I guess I just did. Uh, <laughs> My secondary thing that I was going to talk about is my personal relationship with God. Um, mm-hmm. So before before I even got married, in continuing when I was married, or I still am married, okay. continuing, <laughs> continuing to when we, we got married, 
I had like these spiritual disciplines and habits that I'll do every morning that, you know, really helped me grow my walk mm. uh, with the Lord. Waking up early, coffee, reading scripture, prayer, scripture memory, um, just set aside that time. But when we had kids, they weren't sleeping. Yeah. And so I didn't wake up in the morning. Yeah. And when I did, it was, wow, bottles, <laughs> survivor. Um, and so for like a year, yeah, those disciplines were put on the back burner. Um, and I was asking the Lord, can you like, like teach me in a different way? And so one of the cool joys about Eden and Zoe is seeing God through fatherhood, with Eden and Zoe. And so like some things that come to my mind specifically, Zoe, when she wants to do something, she reaches up. She reaches up for my hand. And she, when, she gets, when she gets my hand, she's like, all right, I can do it. Now she walks or mm-hmm. she climbs or she jumps. And every time she wants to do something, she's like, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> reaches up. And then I get the opportunity to put my hand there and she grabs it and all this confidence comes. And I'm just reminded like in this life, so many times I try to do things my, myself, but God is a father who just has his hand there. It's just like, grab my hand. I got you. Grab mm-hmm. my hand. We can walk together. Yeah. Um, and then Eden, um, Eden, she's, uh, she's feisty. Um, and she, she, she's feisty and she likes to test the waters. And so with her comes more discipline um, and more harshness at times. But even after that discipline, she still runs back to us um, and curls up in our arms. And it's like just a reminder that, you know, Eden, we discipline you because we love you, but we still love you and want you to be with us. And like Eden, like seeing that in Eden, it just as she's been growing up, has been beautiful. And so one of the cool aspects, I guess, for me in this fatherhood journey is seeing the fatherhood of God mm. in a practical sense within the home um, and just seeing you know, that reflected uh, with Eden and Zoe has been, has been a lot of fun. This, this was a really special episode. I, I think dudes don't really sit and talk like this, the way we do, um, the way we've just done right now and the way we, we usually do off camera. So thank you. Thank yeah. you for being vulnerable. Thank you for opening up. Thank you for um, um, interrupting Mothers by Grace. <laughs> yeah, thank you, ladies. <laughs> Yeah, we're here to stay. <laughs> we're taking over. So the dads by grace EBJ. or dads of grace, uh, which is dogs podcast. Um, and we are so happy to have hosted today. Yeah. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you uh, will share this with a friend. We hope you will subscribe for those who haven't subscribed yet. Do it. Um, and we hope that you were blessed as well. Like, we hope that you actually learned something from a man's perspective of how some of the things go. Because um, we live in a society where, like, men, we think like these things that happen with babies and children, um, it's only the, the ladies who think about it. But, like, we have <laughs> a lot yeah. that also goes through our minds, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I also just want to say um, we would love to hear your stories as well as fathers. You know yeah. what the Lord is teaching you your yeah. your story of um, when your your child came. Did did you have that moment, uh, or is it just us and not a do? <laughs> um, also, one of the beautiful things about Mothers by Grace podcast is that they're building a community of moms. Um, 
And we would like to hang out with you guys as dads. So if you're a dad out there and you want to reach out to us, feel free to reach out to us on yeah. email, Instagram. Um, we love doing different things, uh, whether it's playing Ultimate Frisbee. Uh, what do you guys like doing? <laughs> playing football or PS. <laughs> playing football or PS. <laughs> Road trips. Eating. We all love eating too. Yeah, yes. yeah, and so, uh, yeah, reach out to us. We would love to get to know you guys on a personal level. Yeah. Um, and for the wives, we just want to tell you we love you. We love what you're doing. We support you 100%. We have your 1, backs. 1,000%. We have your backs. We cannot, we are looking forward to how far this will go. Uh, we love you. Babe, I love you. They, your respective babes. <laughs> Everyone is a babe. Everyone's babe. We're proud of you. Yeah. We're proud of you, babe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Love you. Um, looking onwards and upwards. Looking forward to a lot more from you guys. Yeah, and I just want to quote our wives as we uh, close. Um, something they always say. One, two, three. Don't, Don't be stingy. <laughs> All right, we're out. She got, she got. So much grace. 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 Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please leave us a review and share with a friend.